This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Visit the podcasts page for show notes and links. Remember to like, share, and comment to help me grow. This is Swinging Through Comics, episode 71, You Don't Know What I Can Do. I am analyzing Radiant Black, issue 5, Aftermath, which originally... Uh, was released, I was going to say aired, I've been doing a lot of shows, which was originally released June 16th, 2021. The writer is Kyle Higgins. The artists for the book were Marcelo Costa and Eduardo Ferregato. The colorist is Natalia Mar... Uh, I don't know if that's Marquez, Marquez. Uh, the letter is Becca Carey, and the cover that I have, which you should be seeing, is by um, Doali. D-O-A-L-Y. Doily? Doily? I'm not sure what the name is. I'm not familiar with the work, but, uh, you know, fair. The cover's a lie, because none of this stuff pops up in the book, really. Um, except it makes Marshall look like a punk who was arrested as a kid, which would give him a problem with authority, and maybe, like, his dad left him, and he's into heroes and such. So, I don't know. Kind of interesting. Anyway, uh, moving right into the, uh, the analysis. Uh, I'm going to start off with my negative stuff. Uh, real quick, uh, Radiant Wraith's costume, minor continuity issues regarding the end of issue 4 and the start of issue 5, and then dialogue. So that's what I didn't like this episode or had problems with, and I will explain. Radiant Wraith, or Wraith, whatever, is the name that I'm giving to the character who pops up at the end. The he who's going to kill them all, uh, and who's going to destroy the planet. I don't know what else to call this character right now. They're wearing... Uh, I mean, like, their body is black, except for a few, I guess that's armor, bits of armor, like, vombraces or, or arm, uh, sorry. I don't know, I don't know what you call a vombrace or a cote, besides those two things, because I researched them for a <clears throat> character design I was doing, like, ten years ago, and it's never stuck out of my, it never gotten out of my head. Four armbands, that's what he's, he's got, four armbands, a couple of swords, which look like katanas, which they shouldn't if he's an alien, right? Uh, looks like he's got a couple of guns on him too, like a double holstered thing on his right side, and then uh, like a hoodie, or a hood thing that's draped on him with uh, like some straps and whatever. Anyway, so that guy, uh, he's Radiant Wraith. Why is he called Radiant Wraith? Well, on the uh, reveal panel, you just see his legs materializing in these hexagons, and then on the next page, he's glitchy like a TikTok video effect, and uh, he's got all these hexes on him, and he seems to be materializing into existence. So either he, uh, and even his voice is um, not quite there, it's it's kind of faded and, and distorted and coming through. So anyway, he seems like a ghostly type of figure, and he's killing planets, so I'm going with Radiant Wraith for now. Anyway, uh, I don't like his I don't like his design, I don't like his costume, I don't like the hood. Um, it just doesn't work for me. Like, I don't know. I guess he's supposed to have a cape. Uh, like, the hood could be made of a, a scarf wrapped around him, and maybe the white part of his body is a uh, asymmetrical white panel on the costume, and it's not draping fabric there. Although, maybe it is, looking at him a little closer. It's, it's hard to tell, but I don't like it. Um, and, like, is his face all black, or is there, is that a color distortion red slash on his face, or is that a color distortion red slash on his face, or is that part of the costume? I, I don't quite know. Um, like, I'm okay with them keeping him a little obscure for this appearance, especially uh, if he's supposed to be more of a unique design, but, I mean, I don't know. Why not just show it all, 
you know, <laughs> why obscured so much, I guess, in this first appearance. It kind of doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, that's that's my complaining about uh, Radiant Wraith's costume. And that's why I'm calling him Radiant Wraith, which I will do until we get a name. Uh, I hope it's not just the Radiant, because that wouldn't make sense. Anyway, uh, minor continuity issues uh, between the end of issue four and the beginning of issue five. So we see, of course, this is full spoilers, right? Right? Yeah, we're good. So we see... Um, Nathan being worked on, and uh, after the building crushed him, and uh, Marshall, you know, watches him get into the ambulance. But apparently, he already has the radiant bat, the radiant black power. It's already been given to him uh, because when we see him, because he flies away, he flies away, and then he eventually joins him at the hospital. So, despite the fact that uh, he's not dead, completely dead, he's mostly dead. Nathan is, and I guess that's why the radiant black power pops out of him. But it just seemed kind of odd. Um, it, it was a little disconcerting or, or, yeah, it was weird. He, he had this time. So I'm watching Ultraman Z right now. It's almost done. Whenever, uh, Haruki, the main character who becomes Ultraman Z enters this weird space time dimension thing, like he can spend as much time as he wants in there, I guess, because the space time flows differently and he doesn't have to worry about things happening over here while he's in there for a while. So is that what happened? He touched the orb and, uh, when he got the power radiant, it he connected with this, you know, radiant robot or whatever, and it kind of froze time, and he had got to have an interaction with it, you know, brain to brain or whatever. Maybe I'm not sure; it's hard to say. Um, but it just it felt weird. It felt off-putting. Uh, moving on, to the last thing: uh, some of the dialogue was clunky. Um, I also thought it was goofy as hell that he like put his like we got a sound effect for Palm as he you know shoved his hand in the cop's face and ran past him to go get Nathan. Um, that was kind of odd. Anyway, uh, but like some of the dialogue was odd. Uh, not so much his conversation with Radiant Red, although there were bits in that that I didn't like, like him joking about like, oh, I didn't even get to try out my new cape mode. Like, I don't know, would you really be joking about that right now? I know you're kind of a jackass, but it just seems, it seemed off. And then when the, uh, when Radiant Yellow and Purple came in, I thought that was kind of kludgy dialogue. Um, like, not the legit, you know, you're in legit danger. That's fine. But, hey, sorry, real ser- really, seriously, don't even... Sorry. Hey, sorry, really, seriously, don't ever show up anywhere uninvited. But you're in legit danger. What does that mean? really don't, like, we really seriously don't ever show up anywhere uninvited, or I never, like, I could see if it was, like, you know, it's a personal ethic of mine to never show up uninvited, or I seriously hate showing up uninvited, but you're in legit danger. That would work more. I mean, the but you're in legit danger works, but hey, sorry, really seriously don't ever show up anywhere uninvited. Just the, I don't know, it just was weird, and maybe it's realistic dialogue, but Sometimes realistic dialogue doesn't sound good and it's jarring and it doesn't need to be, especially because it can take people out of, out of, you know, the moment. So anyway, uh, that's those, those, that's all my negative stuff for this issue. Uh, moving on to the positive, uh, the maelstrom of loss, the fight, the others and the common threat. Those are my positives and I'll explain. Uh, so <clears throat> the maelstrom of loss is just, uh, Marshall going through this whole cycle. He's pleading with God um, that he'll go to church and be a good boy if only Nathan can survive. He's angry. He has a murderous intent towards Radiant Red. Uh, 
he's feeling it. So he's so desperate at the idea that, you know, Nathan is lost and it's, well, it's, uh, I don't know if it's his fault or not, <laughs> but that Nathan is lost. And uh, even dealing with his parents, that hard reality, that hard circumstance to be in of, of you know, facing your best friend's parents when he's dying and most certainly going to, you know, be dead or you know, he's brain dead in a coma, um, it seems. That's just, that's so terrible. And, and I, you know, I really felt it. And him, you know, flying off and I thought he was going to throw up, but then he ends up, you know, you know, suiting up and then flying off um, after realizing that, you know, Nathan really is in deep trouble and, you know, he's getting carried away in the, uh, in the ambulance. Um, so anyway, I thought just, I thought that was really good. Um, I'll talk over that loud vehicle. Uh, the fight between, uh, between Marshall and Radiant Red was really good. Very exciting. Uh, I loved seeing him pulling out all these tricks. I loved seeing her pulling out all these tricks. Um, it was super dope. It looked good. It was so dynamic, so fluid. There were a couple things where I went, I checked back to a previous panel to see if it made sense, and it, it did, and I liked what I saw, so that was good. Um, maybe there was one time that it didn't really make sense. I guess when he when he punched her, when he decked her, uh, the first time and sent a really full... Oh, maybe it was the second time. Yeah, I think he blasted her first and they were flying at each other. Anyway, he ends up decking her after she gets up off the off the floor and she flies and there's a big kaboom and uh, she flies through parts of the kaboom, which is actually a really cool detail I just noticed through that. Um, she flies through the bottom of the B and the O of the kaboom, which is pretty dope. So it's like the letters are three-dimensionally spaced, and she flies through them as he whacks her. But there's like a red spiral around her, which doesn't really make sense to me. I don't know, is she giving off fumes or dust or whatever? Uh, that doesn't make sense. I see that they, and it makes, it's a convention of the comics so far that they'll glow with a, a red, or with an aura of white when they're activating their you know, gravitational powers or whatever. But the red smoke type thing circling around her doesn't really make sense unless, is that supposed to be her, like, spiraling? As she's flying, I don't know. That it does that doesn't read well to me. But the rest of the fight is really really good. Um, and like I said, that going through the B and the O of the kaboom, that's pretty fabulous. So I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to share that with some people. Uh, so the others, so radiant uh, purple and yellow popping in. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I have a couple things to say about them. Uh, I like that there's an older guy, and I can't tell how young radiant purple. I think is she purple or pink? Maybe she's supposed to be magenta. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I can't help tell old she's supposed to be twenty something probably. Um, and then this guy, I mean, he's got gray hair. Uh, he looks like he's probably supposed to be fifty or you know late forties or something like that. Um, but they look cool. Uh, I'm interested to learn more about them uh, for sure. And it's interesting how different their suits are, like red and magenta or whatever. They have similar. Um, distribution of the colors on their on their suits but like yellow is very different um he's got all this color up on his shoulders um that red doesn't have and, and pink doesn't have and neither does uh neither does white or, or i guess radiant black technically martial uh he doesn't have that um same panel layout of color on him uh and i just like that you know the guys that he's older than the girls you know a 20 some she's got you know the, the funny like anime uh i always think of anime when i see buns like that um but, you know, she looks like a young Latina and he's a, an older black gentleman. So it'll be interesting to see how they play with these uh, couple couple of honkies here in Marshall and whoever Radiant Red is. Um, like, I hope that race isn't like a, a huge thing, but it'd be interesting to see some of the uh, 
just some of the different cultural background that they come into this with um, and see how it would play. So that's cool. Um, but also uh, one, like a more important thing about that than you know, what they look like is it looked like the two of them were coming in from someplace sunny. There's a skyscraper and it's sunny through the portal that it looks like pink, purple, whatever magenta has opened. So can they open portals? It, it sure looks like it. And were they on the other side of the world? And is that the kind of power that's going to be on display with, uh, with radiant black? Um, with, I don't know. That's, that's interesting, but I, I like the idea of that. But anyway, they look cool and they seem interesting other than the fact that they had some kludgy dialogue, which I hope it doesn't return. Uh, the last thing is the common threat. I do like how powerful, uh, Radiant Wraith is and what a threat he is to them. And the two of them were saying, uh, Yellow and Magenta, whatever, were saying that they were barely able to stay ahead of him and they were having a very tough time and that they don't think they can beat him. And then I think he, he slashes at both of them, uh, pretty quickly. Actually, he hits all four of them, um, when he pops up and it's weird because he, he's able to slash them somehow while he's not fully corporally there so he knocks him out and then he fully materializes and then stands as a threat to them so uh i'm surprised that we're getting i for some reason i thought they were gonna end up teaming up for some other reason but i guess it's just he's here now and they've got to deal with him so that's interesting and that'll be fun to see what happens uh i wanted to take some time to reflect a little bit on uh their powers we don't really understand the nature of their powers they have gravitational powers but you know it seems like the, you know, magenta, purple, whatever, was able to open up a dimensional vortex or portal or wormhole or whatever, which I like the idea of being able to do that with magnetic, with gravitational powers. Um, I think that's pretty cool. And I'm, like I said, I'm pretty sure that's what exactly what she did. So they have that. Uh, but then red has this ability to transmute matter into armor stuff on her suit, which, you know, she turns into like this cool tank form, which looks pretty dope. Um, but that's interesting. The tank comes from when she's in the water. Did she, like, did she uh, suck up some H2O and convert it into that armor? If so, that's pretty cool. Or maybe it was the ice. I don't know how solid the matter needs to be, but, you know, all matter is matter. Even, you know, plasma, solid, liquid, gas, those are all different forms of matter. So, I guess it doesn't really matter what she's pulling on as long as it's something. She could potentially convert air around her into stuff, too. Uh, maybe just the, the rate of... Um, <laughs> the rate of conversion or transmutation would be a lot slower. She'd have to suck up so much air versus like, you know, a pencil or uh, a piece of clay or, you know, some ground or, you know, gravel or whatever. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how that plays uh, in the future. Um, and then like Marshall says, and it's my, it's my quote for this review, you know, you don't know what I can do or you don't know what I can do. Uh, Cause he's pretty sure he can take <laughs> uh, the radiant wraith, um, which I doubt so far, but I don't know. I'm assuming they'll overcome him, uh, you know, with the fact that there's four of them now as opposed to just two. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of all I want to say for now on that, on on uh, talking about their, their different powers. Um, but I do want to talk about Radiant Red. So Radiant Red is a, is a lady. Radiant Red has never looked like a lady before. Um, I'm going to go back, because I have the comic in front of me, to the page when he finds her and she's punching you know, stuff in the you know yard or whatever. Um, she has a very manly looking physique. Her lines are very sharp. She's got like these, uh, rib lines. Um, I don't know what you call those muscles on your side there, but she's kind of like these rib lines and, um, yeah, not, not a feminine looking physique. Um, she can be buff and I'm not, you know, complaining or 
saying, you know, it's not getting me excited enough. She's not alluring enough, but like definitely looks like a dude here, even uh, in one of the panels where she's getting socked around. Like she's got a dude's chest. And uh, I find that interesting. I have no problem with uh, sexually ambiguous characters or, or androgynous characters, really. Um, like Radiant Magenta, she's definitely, you know, got a female physique. Um, but then after... <laughs> It's funny, if you look at the panels, after Red's reveal, or it's revealed that Red is a female, a woman, uh, you can see that the style that she's drawn in changes. And I haven't counted pages, but um, Eduardo and uh, Francisco? Or is that is that the Ultraman comic book? Hold on. And Marcelo, I'm sorry. Marcelo and Eduardo kind of trade off, and it says, like, the last, like, pages... 28 through 32 are drawn by somebody else, and I wonder if that's what I'm seeing here. Uh, it's a different difference in drawing style, but, I mean, she looks different. The character model is different. She looks definitely way more feminine, and I just kind of find that interesting. I find that to be kind of a cheat. Um, I kind of don't like it, but uh, I'm going to put up with it for now. Like, I made it a... Actually, I made an androgynous character who has gravity powers and flies around and stuff, Darkstar, Um or the Crusher, she has two names, uh, and she also started off as a villain, this is super interesting, but she had, uh, like, picture the sixth Ranger, the Green Ranger, like the chest armor thing he had on him, she had a, a, a shield chest armor thing like that, and it bulked her up and hid her, uh, the rest of her features, and, you know, the rest of the armor was designed in such a way where it's not skin tight, so you couldn't really tell, um, so that's kind of interesting to me, um, as somebody who likes this kind of idea for a character to hide their femininity and then have it be revealed at some point, maybe. Um, I just... I I don't ever plan on drawing Darkstar as anything other than a woman um, who has an androgynous, you know, suit that hides some of her, you know, femininity. Um, but they changed the look of, of Radiant Red here. And I guess that's kind of what I'm highlighting. So, I just find that interesting. So, did, I want to know, did the uh, Radiant Red reveal work for you? And do you think Nathan will ever come back and uh if he could if he did how would that work i want to know because i just uh i don't think he will i'm answering my question i don't think he will and i already told you what i thought about the radiant red reveal it's a little hmm, a little less controlled with it but it is, it is interesting what i want to know is is she somebody that marshall and nathan knew and if not how'd she find out that information on them although given that issue oh no that's issue seven isn't it hold on is it hold on let me look in the preview no issue six is supposed to uh it the title of it is red so we should be learning more about her but again on the cover for that she looks very manly very bulky but if she's converting mass around her to disguise herself and look more like a man that's cool I, that definitely works for me anyway uh, i'm gonna wrap this up uh is this issue a recommend i would say yes uh, while the cliffhanger ending didn't impress me, I am invested in finding out more about this Radiant Wraith and seeing how the others survive this encounter. I assume Strength in Numbers helps. We know so little about the Power Radiant that it is hard to conjecture on it. Marshall has to survive to see what will happen to Nathan and if there is any hope of saving him. It'd be nice to get to know the others as well. Uh, so there's a lot to look forward to. Uh, this issue was entertaining and planted seeds uh, I would like to see grow and blossom. And actually... Uh, there are covers out for the other issues already, but I would almost like it if this 
uh, if issue six was red, if issue you know seven was yellow, and then if issue eight would be magenta or purple or whatever that is, whatever color that's supposed to be that I can't quite tell, uh, and then we could we could move on because I'm assuming it's going to delve into her backstory, and I'd even be fine if they didn't actually fight <laughs> the wraith until after we as an audience got to have all their backstory first, because uh, that could be kind of it could be kind of cool, kind of fun. Cun. That's what I was going to say. Cool and fun is cun. Although, maybe I should change it to fool. They're both bad. Never mind. All right. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. And, yeah, I've gone on for a little bit too long. So, thank you for your time and attention. I hope you enjoyed this. Check out my growing collections of analysis, art, and fiction. You can also visit mjmunoz.com support to check out my latest designs and more. I welcome critique to improve my craft so don't hold back any comments you have for me. I leave you with peace and blessings. This is MJ signing out. And don't forget to go to the bottom of the show notes and check out the featured design of the week. There should be a new design every week. Uh, I'm putting those through Redbubble. You can put it on a binder, on a notebook, on a cup, on a shirt, on a sticker. I try to optimize it to have my designs work for everything. And uh, check it out. Judge for yourself, uh, you know, what form factor you like best and, you know, get it. Stickers are good because that's a low investment for you, but I get a lot of money. I think stickers are the most bang for your buck on Redbubble unless you're going to sell an art print for like 100 bucks or something and you jack up the price. Because you can do that, but there's default there's defaults to that. So if you like my work and want to help me keep doing more of it, you can buy a bunch of stickers, I guess. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I'm supposed to be already signed off. So once again, this is MJ signing out.